0: It was another special Thursday night for Baker Mayfield and a disastrous one for the Las Vegas Raiders. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again. Hope everyone is having a great Friday. The end of the work week, football right around the corner, and we got a fun one this weekend. A good schedule of NFL games on Sunday. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the Los Angeles Rams. That Thursday night game. The topic of today's show. But before we get into that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info player news and game trends over at bet online and as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information bet online's got live betting free contests and giveaways all season long they are always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events whether that's the nfl nba nhl tennis boxing or even golf just head on over to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit all you got to do is make sure you use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts, and the NFL is the best reality television show that Hollywood or other major production studios could offer because on a night in which we entered the game not knowing who the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams was going to be, all three guys got work during the week in practice uh, with the ones in a game that the Raiders kind of had to have. They're on this great winning streak and they're potentially trying to keep themselves in the mix for one of the last couple of seeds in the AFC playoff picture playing up to the potential that we all thought they had they had a big lead going into the fourth quarter leading 16 to three at one point and just like it happened on Monday night same score as the Saints Bucks game with the quarterback for the Rams who was not the starter when the game started because John Wolford was the starter Baker Mayfield comes in Plays okay throughout the, the game, but in the fourth quarter, with the score 16-10, to he gets the football on his two-yard line, doesn't have a timeout, doesn't have a whole lot of time, and he takes his team right down the field to win the game for the Los Angeles Rams. And... Listen, folks, like I said, the NFL is a reality show that not many others can can match because that is a script that I don't think you would have seen in Hollywood. Baker Mayfield once again thriving on Thursday Night Football in a very similar way than he did when he made his NFL debut. I believe the statistic that I saw post-game last night is Baker Mayfield was the first quarterback in the Super Bowl era uh, to come in, make his debut for the team, and lead his team uh, down from a 13-point deficit. He's done it twice now. He did it with the Browns on Thursday Night Football when he made his debut, his NFL debut. And now in his Rams debut, he takes his team back and 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 brings them all the way back to win that football game. And listen, there are a lot of different layers that we can unpack here. We're going to talk about the Raiders at some point throughout the course of the show, but I want to focus on Baker Mayfield because it just seems as if this guy, this dude thrives in these types of environments. He's counted out. He's the underdog. He should not be able to do what he did in that game, and I think that is the ultimate motivator for him because he just hits another gear. That was the most confident I think we've seen Baker Mayfield in a long time, and maybe it was he needed to just get out of Carolina because it wasn't working, and it had just been been a bit of a lost season with being in Cleveland, that not working out. The way everyone anticipated it, him moving on to to Carolina, that being a disaster so much so that they fired their head coach and now he goes to a team with a head coach that's pretty good at this, pretty good at calling offenses, right? Jared Goff showed some success in that system. Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl as that quarterback and now Baker Mayfield's getting the opportunity uh, to be the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams and you wonder why they were the team that made the waiver claim, but makes a lot of sense for a couple of reasons. One if Matthew Stafford's injury is more of a long-term thing, because remember, we had questions about Matthew Stafford going into the season. Baker Mayfield's the perfect guy. I think, he was, I think he's due like $1.3 million this season. You take a flyer on Baker Mayfield, you evaluate him over the next four or five games inside the the Sean McVay system, and now you have a pretty good gauge of how the guy practices, how the guy works, how the guy plays in games. You have film that you can you can look at. You can talk to the guy on a regular basis, and you can get a pretty good idea if, yeah, you know what, that's a guy that we think could be our starting quarterback moving forward, right? Just an evaluation thing. We talked about this with Desmond Ritter earlier in the week. You'd like to know what you have in Desmond Ritter. Well, for the Rams, if they'd like to know what Baker Mayfield is to evaluate him as a potential answer for 2023 and beyond this is perfect opportunity to do it. You claim him on waivers and you give him an opportunity. And boy, did he make a great first impression. And you saw the confidence. You saw the cockiness. You saw the ability to make some throws. He threw a, a couple of balls. The touchdown to Van Jefferson obviously is the one that he drops in a bucket and it's a great play. Earlier on that drive, he made the throw to Ben Skoranek who put it right in his chest and he went up and mossed that defender to be able to bring that down. I mean, he made some tough throws. And let's be fair to Baker Mayfield. That Rams offensive line was brutal. Rob Havenstein was a turnstile at right tackle in this game. Max Crosby was feasting a lot in this football game, forcing Baker to move, and I think they sacked him four times in the game. So it was not uh, easy sledding for Baker Mayfield and Los Angeles Rams. They were not able to protect Baker all that well but he was able to on the two big drives that he needed to take his team down the field and get them in the end zone uh for touchdowns to be able to win the game and listen this is kind of a lost season for the rams but this is a really good moment for baker and it's a good moment for the rams at home playing the las vegas raiders on thursday night football the entire world's watching you and to be able to do that it's the second time this week that we've had a major uh two score comeback in the fourth quarter and so Listen, I don't know what this means for the long-term future of Baker Mayfield. I was a big Baker supporter when he got to Cleveland. I thought he made sense for Cleveland. I thought his play style was really going to endear himself to the Cleveland fan base. And early on, it did. And I don't know what happened. I don't know where the disconnect uh, occurred along the way. But listen, I I just don't believe in giving up on guys that have shown that they have some skills in the National Football League. And Baker showed that first year with Stefanski that he can play quarterback in the National Football League. And so I don't know if it's the right situation, if it's the right system, the right coach, the right person talking to him. I don't know what it would take for Baker to kind of hit the reset button, but I don't think last night it was just a fluke or an aberration. That play is still in Baker Mayfield, and he can do that over the course uh, of a 17-game, 18-week season. He can do that, and just finding the right situation for him to do that uh, will be the interesting down the road. And certainly he's going to be free agent at the end of the year, so if he plays well here, he's going to have himself some suitors who maybe want some, well, maybe want a bridge quarterback. So he is going to give himself – uh, some opportunities if he continues the way that he played uh, in the fourth quarter last night. He was good throughout the game. He made some big throws, and he was able to avoid pressure, and and they just weren't able to get anything going offensively. But, you know, the guy showed up two days ago. How much of the offense can you learn in two days? McVay's offense is pretty in-depth. The language is pretty specific. It's, it's a lot. And in two days, he comes in two days ago, and he goes ahead, and he comes into this game, and he's able to beat the Las Vegas Raiders and able to execute down the stretch. Guy's been there for two days. I mean, that's a tough thing to do. That's a tough ask of anybody. Hey, I know you just got here, but, you know, in two days, can you learn the playbook? I mean, I know it's a different position, but when the 49ers acquired Christian McCaffrey, they're like, yeah, he's probably going to play on Sunday. He's going to be limited while well, he gets up to speed and learns the playbook. And he played in that first game, but he was extremely limited in what they asked him to do. It was a very specific subset of what Kyle Shanahan likes to call offensively that he used on Christian McCaffrey. And so for two days for a quarterback who has to orchestrate everything for him to come in there and be able to execute the way that he did in the fourth quarter, man, you got to give props to everybody, to Baker, to the coaching staff for what adjustments they made. It is, it was a, uh, all hands on deck approach and, and, credit to them, uh, for the dub on the other side of things. And I wanted to give Baker as much of the runway here on this show as possible before I went in on the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think the first eight minutes of the show, we've heaped all of the praise on Baker Mayfield. And if we if we haven't, we will do it again. A great performance for Baker Mayfield. Uh, exciting to see. It made the fourth quarter of what was a pretty boring game through the first three quarters. Uh, entertaining. It gives you excitement to see if Baker can kind of re- restart his career, reboot his career there in L.A. and what that holds for his future. So exciting, fun, uh, all of the words that you'd like to use to describe what that was last night exciting fun um chaotic however you want to describe it 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 lived up to that billing and super happy for baker mayfield uh, to have that moment on thursday night football once again okay he's heaped all the praise that we can on the los angeles rams and baker mayfield but there was another team in this game and there was another part of this equation that led to what happened in this football game and for the las vegas raiders who had been playing well as of late. And folks, I'm doing the thing that you that you know I love to do when we're doing this show. I'm looking up something in real time, which forces me to filibuster a little bit here for you. But I'm pulling up the Raiders' recent schedule because I just want to emphasize this point. The Raiders going into this game, winners of three in a row. Win at Denver, win at Seattle, win at home against the Chargers. Now listen... Everybody beats the Broncos nowadays, so you don't read too much into that. But going to Seattle and beating the Seahawks, yeah, that's pretty impressive. At home, beating the Chargers, who are trying to keep pace, in the a- who are an AFC playoff in the mix team, or what are we calling it now on Monday Night Football, sniffing around, I think is the term that we're using. The Chargers who are sniffing around the AFC playoff picture, that's a good win. So a three-game winning streak, in which your last two were against playoff contending teams, in their respective conferences, you start to feel like, okay, this is the potential that we thought this team could be. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. Oh, by the way, if the game ended with the Raiders winning, Josh Jacobs was going to be the topic of the show today, and the members of the TD and Premium Discord who are listening to the show. And by the way, if you're not a member of the TDM Premium Discord, go ahead and sign up for TDM Premium and get involved with the TD and Premium Discord. We do a live watch-along of the game. Uh, we talk about different things. We talk about the show, right? We talk about TD and Daily. We talk about uh, football in general. We go down rabbit holes of salary cap stuff. We do live watch-alongs. We do film studies. There's a great community of TDM Premium members. And if you're already a member of TDM Premium and you're not signed up for the Discord, man, you're missing out on a lot of fun. A great community that loves to talk football and talk prospects and everything. Uh, basically, all day, every day, the Discord is is constantly active so she plugged for the TDM premium discord but we were watching the game we were doing the live watch-along last night the TDM premium discord I kind of teased them that if the Raiders won the game we were going to talk about Josh Jacobs and how he's playing himself probably into a pretty big contract this offseason and then Baker did what Baker did and we had to pivot we had to pivot to this being the concept for today's show but we are still going to talk about the Raiders because they had been firing on all cylinders three in a row you had felt like they were reaching that potential and yet, in this game, you go up with a 16-3 lead. Derek Carr drops some dimes to Devontae Adams. Also throws one of the weirdest picks I've ever seen. Derek Carr throw, kind of falling back, kind of just lofting it up there. Maybe he thought he could get it out of the back of the end zone, but it was just a sitting duck up there for the Rams to pick off. And they lose this football game. And they're like the first team since 1930 to lose four times when having a double-digit lead at halftime. Spoiler alert, that's not good. And listen, this is, I think the next thing I'm about to say is the perfect summation of Josh McDaniels' first year in LA, in Vegas and is an indictment of him as a head coach and an indictment of where this team is right now. The Las Vegas Raiders lost to Jeff Saturday in his first game as a head coach when he got hired on, what, a Monday or a Tuesday? Got hired on a Monday or Tuesday. On Sunday, picked up his first win and lost to Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, who was in there two days ago. If that is not the indictment Of Josh McDaniels and the way this season has gone for the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know what else is. You cannot, under any circumstances, lose to a first-time head coach who's coaching his first game five days after getting hired. Unacceptable. You cannot lose a game in which you have a double-digit lead to a quarterback who got to his new team two days ago. Unacceptable. That cannot be the way the Raiders operate. And they have two of their eight losses or that. Think of it this way. Flip those two games. The Las Vegas Raiders, without those two losses, are seven and six instead of five and eight. You don't think that would play? You don't think that would be pretty important in the AFC playoff picture? The Jets hold the seven seed at seven and five. The Patriots and Chargers are right behind them at what six and six? You're telling me that that team flipping just those two games, just the two games in which the circumstances heavily favored them, flip those two. Don't even talk about the blown fourth quarter lead to the Cardinals in week two. We don't even have to talk about that. Just flip those two games, and you have a 7-6 and six team that is in the heat of the playoff mix in the AFC. That's on coaching. That's on execution. That's on preparation. That cannot be the case. And it's not as if Derek Carr played great last night. Right? The turnovers were bad. He was able to, to, to hook up with Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs was great. He got hurt. And then I love how the first play we bring Josh Jacobs back in for when he has a wrist injury is so we're going to run a halfback pass. It feels very weird to me that that was the decision that we made. We once again cannot use Devontae Adams for the entirety of a game through all four quarters. He's either able to play good in the first half or the second half, not for all four quarters. I don't know what that's about. But you cannot, under any circumstance, lose that game last night. You cannot, under any circumstance, lose to the Indianapolis Colts. And. Yeah, I don't know where they go from here. Uh, Josh McDaniels in year one is head coach there. Are they really going to make another change at, at at coach? This is the offseason to, to get out of their cars contract. I'll continue to say it. So if they wanted to make that kind of move, they can. But they are just a team that is not going in the right direction. And yeah, if things could potentially go their way in these one-score games, they'd be different. But man, when you lose all these one-score games the way that they have, you start to begin to look at the coaching and to look at the execution because they had the ball. They had to gain a first down because the Rams had one timeout with about 319 left. You pick up a first down, and it's over. And it was like, what, third and one, third and two that they had? It was third and short, third and very short. And they could not gain one or two yards to be able to keep the clock running, get it down to the two-minute warning. The Rams wouldn't have had a timeout at that point. They might have been able to get the ball back, but it wouldn't have been that with that much time, and you just weren't able to get it done there in the stretch. We very rarely on this show like to go into just one game in the specifics. But boy, was last night, uh ending – Worthy of a conversation because you got two teams and you got a player in Baker Mayfield that for their long term. That game meant a lot. That game did a lot for where they're going to go long term. So a fun little close to the week here on the show. Hope everybody enjoys. We got Army Navy tomorrow in college football and another NFL slate as we get deeper and deeper into the season here, Week 14. These games are important. We're a red zone scoreboard watching. You know that it is that time of year, so it should be a lot of fun. Want to thank Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Want to thank you for making TD and Daily a part of your daily listening uh, for podcasts. Really appreciate it. Five good shows this week, and we are certainly hitting our stride here I think we're going to cross episode 50 next week so it has been a lot of fun and time flies uh, while we're having fun here on the podcast hope everybody has a great weekend enjoys the football you guys know the drill we're back on Monday to start talking about the biggest storylines of the week so everybody have a great weekend I'll talk to you on Monday